This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Restaurant Week, my favorite week of the year, will be happening from September 24th to October 1st. Over 180 restaurants participating with lunch and dinner option. Go to San Diego Restaurant week.com and make your reservation now. Welcome to Noon on Tuesday. This is a special, special edition. I'm your host, Gina, Cheese Whiz, and we are ringside today for the food fight of all centuries. This is bigger than that Mayweather-McGregor thing that happened. I tell you, I'm going to turn it over to the ringmaster for the introduction. Thank you, Cheese Whiz, and let's get right to it. In this corner, we have the reigning champion from the town of Parma in Italy, weighing in at roughly 15 to 17 pounds and aging for a minimum of 12 months. Meet Prosciutto di Parma! And in the other corner, our challenger from the mountains of Spain, weighing in at a minimum of 13 pounds after air dry curing for at least six months, Serrano Hamon! everybody okay you know we're talking meat today but we're still going to be cheesy <laughs> anyways i am here welcome flo uh, flo is a wonderful cheesemonger at our mission hill shop just recently returned from spain so yeah, yeah. welcome flo thank you very much yeah. i'm glad to be here i'm so glad <laughs> you could come <laughs> uh, this is the fight of the century because um i think i have an opinion on this too but we want mm-hmm. to talk about it all today because i think there is um deep heated love on both sides for prosciutto de parma the beautiful pig from italy and serrano jamon the beautiful pig from Spain. And there's absolutely. multiple types of pigs. Let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the big uh, – I mean, even among jamón, there's so much difference. So, serrano sure. is actually made from uh, different pigs than mm-hmm. jamón ibérico is. So, ibérico actually refers to the Iberian black boar, uh, which is a very old breed, um, pretty different than the uh, the white pig that's used for most pork production in the world. Yeah. Um, Besides being very old, it's it's just not as productive. There's less meat per head. Interesting um, for the black ones. Yeah, it is yeah. fattier too, though. It mm-hmm. has that intramuscular mm-hmm. fat that makes you know this pork product so delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, big, slender legs, long snout for getting those acorns out of the grass. Yeah. Um, and one of the defining characteristics of these black boar uh, are the black hooves. Uh, and that's where the name Pata Negra comes from. Ah. That's uh, how a lot of people refer to Ramon Ibirico. Right. Es Pata Negra. Uh, exactly. Never knew. I always just thought that was um, a cool name. Yeah. No, actually, <laughs> yeah, when I was really in Spain, I, I got a chance to, to tour uh, a Ramon curing room. Yeah. And you can see, you know, these hooves are still at the top of the leg. Yeah. Uh, it's these black hooves. It's so, black hooves. That's yeah. awesome. Tell us a little bit first about you, you know, how you first got into like cheese and then what took you to Spain. What's yeah. the fascination? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, what got me into cheese was partially Venissimo, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> you know, I came as a customer many times, and uh, the passion of the cheesemongers I talked to was uh, really compelling. You know, it wasn't just knowledge, it was also enthusiasm. You know, it's, it's you know, cheese can be such a, you know, just like visceral experience. Yeah. You know, it, it's as complex as uh, a great wine, uh, and it really tells a story sometimes. You, you, right. you taste some cheese, it starts out saying something, and then it kind of goes somewhere else and then finishes. It can really yeah. surprise you just in the matter of, you know, 10 seconds or so. Super. Um, and I, another thing I find really appealing about it is that uh, it's sort of like bread to me. I, I, I love good sourdough as well. It, it's just a few ingredients. You yeah. Know? It's basically just milk. That fascinating. And time. Right. Milk, thyme, bread. It's the flour, yeah, say, the flour, wheat, the thyme. Salt, yeast. Yeah, same and with the cheese. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. meat. Yeah, the, the the pork and the salt. Exactly. Crazy. Just depending on on mm-hmm. little tiny variations in the in the products that you start with, and variations in exactly how you treat it, just yeah. becomes different things. You know, mm-hmm. from brie to gouda. To yeah, the, exactly. Come on to serrano. <laughs> uh, right. And the taste differences are huge. Yeah. Uh, so you can never get bored in the world of cheese. No, exactly. Nor in the world of the hams, exactly. right? Super, super good. So when you went to Spain, did you have a mission to try all the different yeah. kinds? I mean, it, was, yeah. it was first and foremost a, mm-hmm. a food adventure. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I both uh, love food. She'd been to Spain before. Uh, and she loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd always believed that jamón iberico de bolota is basically the best thing yeah. you can put in your mouth. Just just so complex, so right? rich. Um, I don't know. I kind of wanted to uh, compare that to truffles, right? Yeah. Is that like the truffle of meat, the iberico? Yeah, Could the, we the say that? Meat, mm, just, the caviar you know, juice, of meat. You know, the, the, greatest the food jaguar, the Porsche <laughs> yeah. of meat. <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and the more I looked into Spain, uh, you know, it's a small country relative to mm-hmm. the U.S., but there's so much uh, variation between the regions. Um, you know, people yeah. know about a couple of the big cities. Um, but, for example, Asturias, mm-hmm. one of the uh, states in, in the northern uh, region right on the coast, mm-hmm. uh, is a part of Spain that a lot of people don't go. And uh, one of the things that got me interested in Asturias was uh, it's a it's a great place for cheese. Uh, yeah. Some cheeses that people might know, like Cabrales, come from mm. there. And then others that are a little bit less familiar in the U.S., like uh, Gamoneo, um, but countless others mm-hmm. uh, as well. Um, so Astorius was really compelling. Nice. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was just a great food adventure. A food adventure. in San Sebastian uh, yeah. okay. in, in the Basque region, went over to Astorius, um, and then drove south, eventually ending up in Madrid, Eating yeah. all along the way. Eat, eat, eat. <laughs> all, all along the way. Yeah. I often think that Spain is kind of the underrated food. You know, it doesn't get Absolutely. the appreciation that, say, an Italy or a France exactly. gets, right? Yeah. But yet so spectacular and delicious. Yeah, that was right? our experience, exactly. As well. Oh, awesome, awesome. So tell us, let's start with kind of the basic, the Serrano Hamon. Mm-hmm. You know, that's this guy right here. Super, if people that can see it, it's super lean. I don't see any fat in that. Very little, exactly right, and the and the reason for that is uh, that it's it's not made with this Iberian black boar. It's it's made with um, white pigs, which are uh, a lot more economical mm-hmm. to to use in in this sort of in in, in cured meat production. Um, but it doesn't result in as tasty a product as using okay. the black boar. Yeah. Um, what it, do we do? Do they eat? Do you know? Like what? What typically does the typical serrano jamon white pig eat? Yeah, I mean the, the pigs that don't eat the acorns, like mm-hmm. the, the very best of the mm-hmm. uh, Iberian black boars that make jamon iberico yeah. de pelota, uh, they usually eat a mix of different cereals. Okay. So yeah. you know, corn and different uh, grains. Basically whatever's cheapest. Uh, yeah, <laughs> often, yeah. Right? Okay. Um, 
but yeah, and, and it really comes out in the taste. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's really, really good. And taste, I would imagine, it, uh, just like the milks, if the cows eat a lot of grass and stuff, the color of the milk is a lot more golden. It's just very different, I would imagine. So depends what the pigs eat. It's exactly. going to reflect yeah. in the color of the meat. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. In the legs. It's both yeah. the breed and it's the diet. And the diet. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Serrano Homo, did you have it at every meal? Is this like your, their <laughs> chips and salsa? <laughs> would we, you we, say? We probably could have. You, you could have. Uh, but we, we were trying to eat the things that were kind of most special in the places we were. Okay. So we didn't spend terribly long in the Hamon region we were in. Yeah. Um, so the, we, we spent a night in Salamanca, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the capitals of Hamon. There are a lot of different Hamon shops nice. there, and there's Hamon producers uh, just outside of Salamanca. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- that's where our main Hamon adventure took place. Took place. And that's yeah. kind of more in the hills, is that correct? Is that more yeah. mountainous there? Yeah, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's mountainous. It's, it's pretty dry compared to Asturias. Um, these kind of rolling yellow hills as far as the eye can nice. see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so, so we ended up going to a little town south of Salamanca mm-hmm. where we toured the Jamon facility. Yeah. Uh, that, that was the, Arturo Sanchez. Awesome. Um, it was a wonderful experience, uh, just going from room to room, smelling these, these aging Jamon mm. legs was, it was a smell you just, you've never yeah. smelled before, you know, just really deep and rich mm-hmm. and funky and fermented. And tell us about the rooms, is it? Because they're air dry cured. Yeah. So do they have a breeze blowing on them? Are the windows open? How would you describe the room? Exactly, yeah. I mean, as, as high-tech as a lot of Ramon production is, there are certain aspects of it that are very low-tech. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason that the, the curing uh, chambers are all in this, this one area there is because it's this ideal mountain breeze. Mm. Um, and the way that they uh, use it is, as you say, you just open and close the windows. Yeah. So they control the humidity so natural. and the te- temperature. Yeah. Just with things like that, yeah. opening and closing the windows, and just you know that's the spot for mm-hmm. the, where the the breeze is best for the curing of the jamón. Oh, super good. Yeah. Now on those legs too, um, are we talking? Are the bones in there? You don't see the hooves on these, or do you as well? Yeah, so like the, the full leg. Yeah, when these are curing, it's it's mm-hmm. still bone in. Sometimes when you'll see a you know a whole jamón leg, it will have the bone removed. Uh, but typically there, when when we saw whole legs that where yeah. they were cutting jamón off of. Um, they, they still had the bone in. And yeah. also it's a way of telling that the, the product that you have is a real Iberian The real deal. Because you sure. see a black hoof on it. Yeah, yeah. very good point. Yeah. yeah, can't be faking that. Exactly. I remember, um, Flo, when I went years ago, going to the like delis, they would have the legs you know, just hanging, of course, just rows of them. Yeah. And underneath, they just had like little um, paper cones to catch the fat drippings. Exactly. You know, because yeah. as it got warmer out, you know, it would just, it just kind of the, the fat would melt off and then they would just catch yeah. it. And, and that's completely natural. Natural, completely fine, completely yeah. edible, and, and so real. Exactly. Right? And that, that happens during the curing process, too. As That's well. an integral okay. part, the, the melting of the fat. I think it, it actually varies by uh, season, as you would imagine. Right? Nice. Because since they don't have a super temperature-controlled mm-hmm. area and, the, you know, the windows are open, uh, you know, in summer, yeah. it's warmer and there's more fat melting. Mm-hmm. And winter, it's cooler, and that's not happening, and all sorts of chemical reactions are occurring. Science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where all, the, all those interesting flavors yeah, come from, all come these from. chemical reactions occurring during the, the That's awesome, process. through that yeah. process. Do they turn them, spin them? Did, did yeah. you notice it every, you know, sometimes cheese wheels get turned every day <laughs> or every week. Did you notice that with the legs? I, I think that it's more about the initial placement, if I understood correctly. So you, uh, you want to hang them in a way that the, the airflow uh, works ah, around there. If they're sure. too close, you know, it's, could it's like, dry maybe dry out. 
Uh, yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's more just that the, the airflow doesn't, uh, the air doesn't flow around the legs as well if it's too <laughs> crowded. Uh-huh. But it is very hands-on. I mean, they go every day and they check how things yeah. are doing and maybe make small adjustments. Super, super. Yeah. And how long um, is the like minimum process uh, for a Serrano? Do we, I read uh, anything between like six months. They have to do it about six months. Yeah, I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, since there are so many different grades, sure. like there's Ramon Serrano. And then there's also Ramon Iberico, and within that, many different uh, subgrades. I think yeah. each one of them has, has different requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know more about the Ramon Iberico. Um, there, I mean, there Let's are, bring him in yeah. now that we know a little bit about him. <laughs> Let's get ready to eat is what it should say. Exactly. So this is the Iberico. Look at the marbling on that and the deep, deep, yeah. dark color, almost like a dark cherry in parts. Yeah. No, it, it's a, just a very beautiful product. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the Jamon Iberico de Belota, the, the very finest. Top of the top. Very okay. finest, yeah. Uh, it kind of helps to like break down that whole name, right? So the yes. Jamon refers to the fact that it's the back leg of okay. the pig. As if, uh, opposed to the, the paleta, which is from the front leg. Uh-huh. Uh, the Iberico, that refers to the Iberian black boar, the breed of the pig. And then the Debolota de refers to the, the diet. Uh, so these pigs, uh, and only these pigs, eat acorns Ugh. during the, the fall mm-hmm. and winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that process, that's where a lot of that fat actually uh, shows up. Yeah. Uh, they, they roam on these beautiful meadows called Tejesas. Uh, dotted with yeah. home and cork oaks. And uh-huh. these home and cork oaks will drop acorns uh, and the pigs just feast on them. They, they love Just them. gorge so, on them. <laughs> yeah, and depending on the company, they'll either do this just for one season or two. So mm-hmm. Arturo Sanchez, uh, they're very proud that they actually uh, had the pigs uh, go through this acorn feeding uh, twice. Twice. Uh, so then they're older, more developed, more intense of a exactly. flavor, I would imagine. Yeah. Like I was uh, mentioning yeah. earlier, some of this is very high tech. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they actually did some pretty rigorous scientific testing on their products relative to, to others. And they found that the antioxidant uh, content of, the, of, of their jamon yeah. that went through two acorn uh, feeding seasons uh, was significantly different from both mm-hmm. Jamon that hadn't gone through a season of acorn feeding and jamon that had gone through just one. One. So. (laughs) All makes a difference, right? Makes a difference to the pig. Um, That is crazy. And also makes a difference to the price. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, this, this stuff is just super crazy expensive. Yeah. So. Um, the the top, top line here around town, mm-hmm. uh, and you actually did go to Pata Negra of all yeah, shops. Exactly. It's a great, if anybody doesn't know it, um, a place to buy all things Spain, right? All the delicious it, things from Spain. It, it was overwhelming. I could have mm-hmm. spent an hour there easily. Yeah. Just yeah. all sorts of beautiful things. And uh, they did have a Ramon Ibirco yeah. de Belota. De Lota. And how um, much was that running? That was $179.99 a pound, oh, I believe. <laughs> so let's see. If we do 20 slices about for a quarter pound, I can't quite do the math, but we're talking a couple dollars a slice. Couple, Easy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? So, but but just, a little goes a long way. Yep, I mean, it's, we, it's really like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you'd put a single slice in your mouth and it's it's a whole story of, of flavors. Yeah. It's really about that experience. You're not, not trying to get full with it necessarily. No, right? you so, want that. that oh, yeah. Like caviar, you typically yeah. don't eat a giant bowl of it and you eat yeah. a few bites of it and it's wonderful. Same thing. Exactly. Ooh, very good. So talk about the legs again, though. You mentioned, um, so typically the prosciutto and the serranos are the mm-hmm. back. 
So we're exactly. talking kind of like the butt and the thigh mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> of they, the they are, rear legs. They're bigger mm-hmm. and uh, the, the flavor differs as well. Okay, yeah. flavor differs. But you had paletta, which you said now is the front. Mm-hmm. And is that often when you see the leg laying in the little stand and they're mm-hmm. just cutting right from the – because you – you know, right from the edge of the bone? Yeah. So yeah. The, the the ones you see in the stand uh, I think are usually jamon mm-hmm. um, in, instead okay. of paletta. Um, and the, the traditional way to cut jamon properly is to use a stand and, and hand cut it with, yeah. a, with a knife. But right? so thin. How do they yeah. get it so thin and fine yeah, with they, just they a hand a and a knife? they have a special knife and they have expertise. I, mean, you, I, I looked at some of the videos on the Arturo Sanchez yeah. uh, uh, website – and they were guiding you through the process of cutting a whole leg. And it's more complicated than I thought because <laughs> um, not only is there a technique to getting the right sort of mm-hmm. consistency with each, each slice and the right sort of size, yeah. they're, they're meant to be really only, you know, like that big. A couple uh, inches maybe wide, about, an inch or two maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and about 25% fat on each of the slices. Ah, so they want to get a nice balance exactly. on each piece that they slice. Right. Uh, interesting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and there's also different, uh, even to a jamon leg, there are different sections. So uh, there's the, the ham hock, okay. which is closest to the uh, the hoof. hoof? It's sometimes okay. called the butcher's cut, I believe. Uh-huh. Fatty, um, uh, would you say? It's not or? as fatty. It's okay. very powerful. Uh-huh. I mean, that was the part of the jamon that reminded me most of cheese, actually. Really? It has almost like More a earth? camembert, sort of earthy, yeah. mushroomy, like gamey. I wonder uh, why that is. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, but right there, that's what you got yeah. from that section. Yeah, so there was the ham hock, okay. the cushion, and the hip. Okay. Uh, and each section tastes a little bit different. And yeah. A, and a good jamon um, slicer will, when preparing a plate, will try to uh, get you pieces from each of the sections. Ah, so that you can experience all the different flavors yeah. from that one leg. Exactly. <gasps> and, and when we were in Salamanca at uh, Arturo Sanchez's restaurant, mm-hmm. they're called Jamon Jamon. <laughs> Uh, ham, ham? <laughs> no, we went straight to the good stuff. Right, there was right the there. Jamon Verco de Velota, yeah. Grand Reserve, so that refers to it being aged for more than three years. My God. Uh, we just had a plate of that, yeah. and it was spectacular. Did that set you back $128 a pound, you no, think? No, actually, not so bad. <laughs> definitely way okay. cheaper there. It's way cheaper. Um, but still not super cheap. Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then just to break oh. things up a little bit, we had that that potato fried egg paletta dish, Ooh. which, you know, is not as pure as just this concentrated, pure uh, meat, yeah. but just an absolutely beautifully conceived Beautiful dish. dish. And was that breakfast? So you talk about potato and eggs. I kind of think of that as a breakfast, but could you just, do was, they eat that all the time? I'm not sure what time yeah. they, they mm-hmm. usually eat it. We ate it for lunch. Okay. It seemed yeah. perfect to me. Right, so. <laughs> right. So almost like our bacon and eggs in a way? Yeah. It's, it's uh, sort of a Spanish sorta? fancy mm-hmm. version of bacon and eggs. But I mean, it's not cooked or anything. It's just sliced. It's just the sliced exactly. um, prosciutto again. Yeah, they'll, they'll, I mean, they'll um, cook the excuse potatoes. Excuse me, yeah. Serrano. <laughs> <laughs> they'll cook the potatoes in a, in a way that I don't even know how they cook yeah. them because the texture was different ah, than anything I've ever had. Yeah. Eggs were beautiful, yeah. really dark mm. orange yolks. And then they'll slice the fresh And slice it right on top. Just kind of shave it on. Yeah. When you would get a plate of it, did they put any cheese on it, shavings, any olives with it? Or really, it's no. just meant to be yeah. the meat itself or even bread or, again, there just the meat? There were these little crackers, sort mm-hmm. of like a, like a oversized grain of rice, basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah, nice. I'm not sure what they're called, actually, but they, they're meant to kind of be a little the chaser. You, know, okay. you have a piece of jamon. And then just to get ready for the next slice, you have a little piece of this okay. kind of bread cracker. Right, right. More jamon. Cleanse the palate. But, and- we, you know, we barely needed yeah. them. So. <laughs> Who needs it? Yeah. See, after the, the egg, potato, and paletta, 
we just got another plate of Ramona Birko de Bolota. Why not? Grand Reserve. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so, so, so very good. Yeah. Um, back to, I want to go back to the farm really quick where you yeah. saw the production. Were the pigs there as well? Did you get to see the pigs? We, we didn't actually. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, my impression was that this was all in one area, yeah. but they, they actually have the pigs elsewhere. Um, and like I was saying earlier, the, the curing rooms are there because of the mountain air, but yeah. that's those environmental factors are not exactly what the pigs need. So it makes sense that they're, in that they're somewhere else. Areas. Yeah. Interesting. So, next time I go back, I would like to see the pigs. As well. Yeah, exactly. They seem like just magnificent creatures. They have to be because, yeah. um, I was reading that each leg has to be at least 13 pounds yeah. after being cured. So, because during the curings, a lot of the moisture goes away, so a lot of weight would go away as well. Yeah. So they've got to be giant if you've got the two back legs that are thirteen pounds plus exactly. front ones plus yeah. the bulk of the pig <laughs> I mean, itself. They're already right? big animals, but during the the acorn feeding season, they actually sometimes up to double their weight. Oh my god! And uh, That's just it's wild. all fat and yeah. a special kind of fat too. Um, yeah, it's oleic acid, huh. which uh, occurs in olive oil as well. It's actually the, it's named after. Olives, mm. oleic acid. Ah. Um, so some people say that Ramona Berco de Bolota is actually heart healthy. Heart healthy, because yeah, you could equate it to the heart heart healthiness of olive oil. Exactly. Ooh, yeah. learn something every day. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that. I believe. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Um, on the pig, you also had some roasted. I, I saw a dish that you had, like it was mm. a roasted pig, and it had like this crispiest skin I ever saw. It was. Like, it was magical. What yeah. was it? The pork belly? Like was it? Do we know? Like was this? Where did that come from? I'm, I'm not yeah. even sure. It was, <laughs> it, was it, was, <laughs> it was just called roast pork. And uh, like you said, there was just a, like a paper thin crispiness, almost like the top of a, a creme brulee, but a little oh, bit thin, nice. thinner. And you just yeah, like yeah, break yeah. through it. And then like the fat and the soft meat is right underneath. Oh. And like I, I mm-hmm. asked him, like, how do you get it so crispy? I mean, I've made pork dishes yeah. before. I've tried to go for a sort of sure. crispiness. And they said, you know, the magic is in the oven. Uh, and they, they have this wood fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, we went in the back and, and checked it out. And yeah, uh, yeah it, it's something about the oven. So. Something about it. Yeah. It's like a pizza oven making the perfect pizza. Same thing. Just exactly. creates the perfect crust, the perfect thing. So yeah. again, using, of, of course, they're going to use every bit of the pig for different purposes yeah. and, and different things. Yeah, yeah I um, mean, the, the, the jamon legs really are, you know, leftovers. Like Because when they slaughter a pig, there's, there's certain cuts that yeah. they'll use for uh, fresh, sure. Like into pork chops and stuff, sure. Um, and those are the choice cuts, right? Mm-hmm. Those are like the most desirable ones. These are the ones like, oh, we don't really want. Them what fresh, do we do with this? So we yeah. have to create something. Yeah, out of it, so. and we'll yeah. just cure it with the magic of salt exactly. and time. Yeah, <laughs> just like cheese. <laughs> yeah, and then, which is why they go so 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 good together. Yeah. Do you have? Did you? Do you think you can tell the difference between, of course, like the Iberico and the Serrano? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. no, question. no question. What about between? prosciutto and serrano because that's a big debate and that's what yeah. if anybody is tuned in live and wants to put in their vote <laughs> which one is the winner prosciutto de parma or serrano jamon do you think you could tell the difference between the two i think so you think so i think so too <laughs> and um are we gonna take our own votes on what we think and why we think mm-hmm. they're different let me t- tell a little bit about difference on the prosciutto yeah. so where serrano jamon can come from different regions of spain 
mostly just, you know, the air cured in the hills, in the mountains, prosciutto de Parma has to come from Parma. It's more a regional-based naming, right? Um, the pigs, uh, prosciutto, they eat a lot of grains and such as well, but they also eat a lot of the whey, if you didn't know this, that's a byproduct of Parmigiano-Reggiano production. This as well. Yeah. yeah, really fascinating. So to me, my theory is that that whey, because the whey is a little sweet, mm-hmm. makes prosciutto de Parma a sweeter meat. There we go. I don't know. Do you think? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But also good. Back legs, you know, about that 13 to, say, 18-pound piece of pure joy (laughs) (laughs) and deliciousness. But um, I've got to say, I don't want to offend any Italian friends out there, (laughs) but I do believe I'm a bigger fan of Serrano Hamon. Yeah. And and even – it's almost an unfair comparison Mm -hmm. because prosciutto de Parma is – the, the, the absolute apex Champion. of Italian yeah. meats, right? right. And jamon, uh, jamon serrano mm-hmm. is, you know, basically like the entry-level jamon. Gotcha. Right? So, so you're talking, yes. Ser- uh-huh. serrano can be prosciutto de parma, then I think Spain wins. So. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really something. Yeah. Would you humor me, mm-hmm. um, Flo? I'm going to put a blindfold on because I think I might be Sounds able to good. tell the difference and see which one that I like the best. Of the prosciutto or the um, serrano. So you can't tell me which one you're giving, of course, first. But the fight is on. Okay. All right. All right. So I love them both. Well, I'm going to eat them both regardless. But I do think prosciutto's sweeter. But I love them too. And then I know I can take the difference between the Iberico because the Iberico has that superb nuttiness that is just crazy. Okay, I'm so gonna this smell. is challenger number one. Challenger number one. I'm going to smell it first. Okay. Oh, it smells so good. And then I'm going to devour it. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be harder than I thought. I'm going to probably going to eat my words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number one. Delicious. I love you. Okay. All right. Here comes number, number two. two. <laughs> Okay, first with the nose, then I can't with the eyes. Mm. That one seems a little drier, not that that's a bad thing. Um, okay, this is a quandary. All right, I can take this off, right? So here's my uh, thoughts on both of those. First one, more moist, and I think a little sweeter. I'm thinking that was the prosciutto de Parma, was my guess. And then the Serrano was second. Now I don't know which one I love the best because <laughs> it was a texture thing. And then, you know why? The prosciutto has more fat on it, and I love the fat. <laughs> Am I right? Was that right? Was the first Absolute one prosciutto? Correct, yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> All of them that I've eaten. Oh, but I can't eat my words and uh, because they're both so different now yeah. and delicious. Like I said, the texturally... So much leaner, the piece of the Serrano that I had. But gosh, with having that little bit of extra fat on the prosciutto, mm-hmm. a little more moisture and sweetness. <gasps> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so they're both yeah. very, very good. I would call it, you can't call it a TKO. It's going to decision. You're going to have, yeah. <laughs> like 12 rounds. <laughs> yes, right? But what happens when there's a, a split decision? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of controversy. There'll be controversy on this. <laughs> Judge number one. You had a very strange scorecard. <laughs> yeah, split decision. Let's go, though, and taste, you two, this Iberico. Yeah. Because um, this one, I wish you could all see it, but if you're going to look at the meats, 
the darker, deepest reddish brown color, right, is when you know you've got a barico, right? Yeah. Don't you think I mean, that you color can, is You can un- tell with the color. You can tell with just the yeah. texture of the fat. Mm-hmm. I and mean, one of the differences that um, – Thank you, sir. Um, the differences oh, that I see between prosciutto and Ramon Iberico mm-hmm. de Bolota is that the, the fat on Ramon Iberico de Bolota, it, it, it melts. Mm. It, it really – like when you, you put that in your mouth, the, the fat just really melts Not away. chewy. The, yeah, the prosciutto is sometimes a bit chewier. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's still delicious. Yeah. Uh, we're comparing – among you know, apples, oranges, amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Black truffles to white truffles. Yeah. Um, but the, the jamon iberico de Bolota, I think partly because it has just a different kind of fat, right? Those acorns, like I was saying, produce that oleic acid. Yeah. You know, that, that fat just reacts differently in your mouth. So. Fascinating. Almost like an oil you had talked to, equating it to like an olive oil where it just kind of melts in. Um, but yeah, the, I can't can't go far enough to say how nutty that is compared to the mm-hmm. others. The others to me are more meaty, a little more. You know, this one is a nutty meat. That's mm-hmm. the best way to describe it. Yeah. Right. I mean, the tasting notes is just yeah. I mean, I get like lemon and anchovy, mm-hmm. like this, um, this strong umami flavor. Strong umami. Yeah. yeah. All the um, I'm salivating. Like yeah. it just it yeah, it, exactly. it, it it just brings out every flavor you can imagine: yeah. sweet, salt, earth, citrus, yeah, um, nuts, funk. yeah, yeah that, funk, that fermented funkiness, yeah, <laughs> yeah, is really really great. Yeah, anybody gets a chance to try the Iberico, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, um, we at Venissimo try to have it in at least for sure during the holidays um, and some other times as well, but definitely ask for it. Yeah. Um, and even if you can't get the Jamon Iberico de Bolota, there's a lot of different grades of Jamon Iberico. Sure. And many are still amazing. Uh, so the I actually didn't know this until recently, yeah. but there is Jamon Iberico de Recebo, mm-hmm. which uh, – And that's what we tried today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that has some acorn and some cereals okay. in, the, in the pig's diet. Uh, so it doesn't get that certification. Uh, but it, it's very similar. To oh, the jamon captures the flavor. Bolota. Exactly. And then one level below that is the Jamon Iberico Sebo uh, de Campo. Mm-hmm. No acorns there, ah, but still okay. that Iberian black boar. The pig. Okay, yeah, so, so there's the distinction. You still have fat from mm-hmm. the breed, uh, but not that kind of additional fat. And from the acorn. From the acorn, yeah. Ah. And then uh, that one, the, the pigs are still free-range. One grade below that is Jamon Iberico de Sebo. Not free-range, no acorns, but still the black Iberian. pig, the Iberian. Black horse, uh-huh. exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that does explain a lot of things. Yeah. So, hence it goes back to then that top notch belota exactly. means with the acorn. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much exactly. True. And belota is, mm-hmm. is acorn. And, yeah. and to get that certification, I mean, there's other things too. I mean, these inspectors go to these plants, and it's actually, I was reading about how they check for quality. And here's a link between prosciutto de Parma and Ramon Iberico mm-hmm. de Belota. Uh, they they poke the legs yeah. with either a cow or horse bone, which why right? <laughs> and and then they smell it. And okay. these, these, they they can pick up you know, sort of like a sommelier, yeah. just pick up all Some the nuance. flavors that, yeah. that tell the story about how this pig leg is doing. That is crazy. Uh, like yeah. literally a, a a dried up bone mm-hmm. from one of these other animals. Just poke it, smell it, and. Yeah. Uh, 
and and then if they don't like what they smell, it doesn't get the certification. It doesn't get it. Yeah. So even if the the pigs have done everything they have to do, they've been sure. eating acorns, uh, they won't be called Hamona Birka de Belota. They won't. If the inspectors don't <gasps> like it. So and then what will they do? Then it would be maybe the next grade down. Exactly. But it'd still be yeah. delicious, just not that top, top notch. So you're yeah. guaranteed if you're seeing that label, that stamp, that is the top of the line. It does not get better than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. it Within that, and there's many different producers, right? Mm-hmm. When sure. I was visiting Arturo Sanchez, uh, you know, I looked on their website and they talked a lot about like kind of what set them apart from other people that produce Ramon Iberico de Belota. Yeah. Um, and they, they were saying they go kind of double the effort. You know, they, they, mm-hmm. they uh, have the pigs eat acorns for two seasons instead of one and stuff. So there are different things you can do within the right. Ramon Iberico de Belota classification that may result in a difference in taste yeah. and quality. but. Like you said, if you get Ramona Birkta Belota, you're guaranteed You're guaranteed something really good. Yeah, exactly. And then just like cheese, you know, every leg will be slightly different. Exactly. Remember the, yeah. the pig ate different things. The air that cured it was a bit different, a little breezy yeah. that day. It was summer, winter, mm-hmm. which all makes it so good. That's the beauty of the artisanal product, exactly. right? That yeah. it's just, you never quite know what you're going to get. Right. You just know it's going to be darn good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, excellent, Flo. Well, I think I learned a ton today. Um, appreciate you coming in, sharing your Spanish things. Everyone, appreciate you for tuning in. And do we have a vote on prosciutto or... I think it's a dead, it is, it's a drop. Anyway, on that note, everybody, thanks for tuning in. If you want to learn more, I'm going to have pictures on noonontuesday.com, so check it out. Have a good one. Till next time. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.